Hey there, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. I am a survivor of both childhood abuse and later domestic violence. I've been free since 2009 and have been sharing my story and much recently sharing stories from others in order to inspire, empower, and educate. So if you found any value in any of these episodes, please do me a favor and share. Maybe somebody needs a dose of positivity to know that they're not alone. My goal is to break open the darkness and to let there be light. Have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hey there, it's Soulful Sunday and today we're talking about boundaries. So what are they and why do we need them? Well, honestly, I never knew that it's okay to tell somebody what my needs are, how I felt, when something felt good or didn't. Many times in our relationships, we don't do this, but we do need to have our voice heard. Boundaries are your your core beliefs. What are your values? And also, it comes with a place of respect. When it comes from a place of love for you and your circle, that's phenomenal. And when you can be heard, honestly, and truly, it's it's like a breath of fresh air. Now, sometimes you might get into a situation where you do put down those boundaries and someone's might get their nose out of joint. And if they are a good person to you, if they're healthy, uh, you have a healthy relationship with them, maybe you could talk to them afterwards and say, okay, whoa, this is it. Or sometimes that could be a red flag. Now we're born into families or we do get into these relationships that might not have healthy patterns. So this you might not know exactly what boundaries are or what they're supposed to look like. And I know this because this is something that I struggled with. We might stay in the bondage of a toxic relationship or maybe a toxic work environment. If it's hostile, we might, we might um, also um, go to, let's say we have the holidays coming up. We might have to go to family gatherings. You know how unpleasant those are sometimes. Setting boundaries, by the way, it's not selfish and it's not something that it's mean. It's not. And uh, creating those boundaries can give you a peace of mind and it can also give you confidence really and truly, especially when you're standing up for your convictions or maybe you're leaving a situation that's uncomfortable. You're not letting people down. You might notice that somebody gets uncomfortable uh, or maybe they make you feel guilty. You might Fear that you're going to be rejected if you stand up for yourself or, you, or you're vocal about your needs. You might feel that people might not like you when you present those boundaries. Or maybe you're like me, don't like confrontation. Or you feel you're disappointing somebody. You might have a fear of abandonment. Or maybe you don't like change. So perhaps you're in a situation, um, some sort of situation, and it comes up, and it's, you're at a gathering, and people is, are talking poorly about, let's say it's a family gathering, so they're talking poorly about another family member that's not present, and maybe you decide, hey, I need to stick up for this person. Now that person might say that um, maybe that you're... Um, that's vocalizing negatively. They might say that, you know what, you're just being silly. This is not a big deal. I just meant it as a joke. Now, you can say that it's a big deal to you. Really, you should feel enough love and respect for me that you should consider my feelings. So, or you might hear that you're too sensitive. You're the one with the problem. Hey, no one else here sees an issue with ABC. 
again, you're blowing things out of proportion. Now you can respond with, hey, my feelings are valid. I'm really sorry you don't see that. I'm responding in a way because my boundaries are responding this way because my boundaries are being disrespected. You might feel that you have to become defensive when you're with a certain group of people, or maybe these are your loved ones. You might have to consider who your, your support group is. And I'm, I'm using the air quotes on that. If they're giving you nothing but negativity or they're just really dumping on you, or maybe it's a fair weather friend, it could be somebody that's responding to you with hostility. You might want to just reconsider who you're surrounding yourself with. All of our boundaries, even mine and yours, are not going to align with someone else's words and, and beliefs, really and truly. Now, these actions, the things that you're holding close to you, those beliefs, you are the person that's accountable for them. You're accountable for your words, you're accountable for your behavior, but you're not accountable for the behavior or the attitudes of other people, and you can't fix them. So this is where you have to go ahead and remind yourself of that as well. You have to respect somebody else's boundaries too. So also to know you can have your own personal boundaries. This might be that, hey, I'm not gonna eat that tub of ice cream after eight o'clock. Hey, no judgment. I just had cookie dough not too long ago. You might not uh, eat, or excuse me, you might go to bed before 10 o'clock because you know if you don't, if you, you stay and you, I got a better one. You might not stay up past 10 and you'll put your phone either downstairs away from you or turn it off. Maybe turn off your, your data or your, your modem, whatever it is for you. So you're getting to bed earlier and you're not feeling as exhausted the next day. So something like that, or maybe for you, it's um, taking care of yourself medically. You make those doctor's appointments. If you haven't made them in a while and you've been putting them off to get some testing, or maybe you it's something in business you need to take care of or financially. So what does healthy boundaries look like? It's asking for help when you need it. It's not feeling guilty. You're saying no, okay? You're not feeling guilty for saying no. You're also being respectful. Uh, you're being respectful for the boundaries of others if they, even if they conflict with your own. And this also means that you are taking care of yourself. You're feeling safe to express these emotions. And some of them might be very passionate. And it's okay to have disagreements. It's fine. You're not going to agree with everybody, you know, especially staying off the topic of abortion, religion, and politics. Don't go there. So, but you might have these challenging emotions that arise up because you're not in alignment with somebody else's beliefs, and that's okay. But you should feel supported to go for maybe your goals, your dreams. And again, if you're vocalizing your boundaries, you should feel that you're in a place that you are being at least heard and respected and supported. And if they don't do that, again, you might have to reconsider who you're with. You can learn a lot about what your feelings and emotion and emotions mean too. And it's very important because, you know, you just say, oh, I'm just angry. Well, what are you angry about? And when you really start digging into a lot of this, it's really eye-opening for yourself. You're not just mad. You're saying, I have an emotion wheel. And I share it in the Survivor's Cafe from time to time. It's a check-in. And it's more than just saying, I'm okay. It's to 
also look and see it's it's to not only just check in but also to say what and I don't know where that darn thing is to say what else is on your mind what else are you having issues with and I'm looking around for it I laminated it but it's got other words besides I'm okay it's got some deeper words um more passionate, more, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling happy, I'm feeling um, energetic today. It, you, you get the picture. You can actually Google that too. So I know I printed it out for myself so I can take it with me if I need to or just to keep myself in check, but I do have check-ins from time to time. And that's very important that you do check in with yourself. Okay, I'm feeling sad. Well, what is the sadness? What is this? Am I sad? Am I really sad? Am I depressed? Am I X, Y, Z? And so on and so on. Pursue your interests also and pursue your dreams because you want to and not because you want to people please. Oh, right? I'd like you to start believing in yourself. And I know this is hard to do, especially when you're coming from a trauma background or a place of depression and you're like, Melinda, you don't know what I went through. I don't. I don't. Okay, my love, I do not know what you went through. I don't. But starting to take those baby steps to believe in yourself, to start recognizing who you are and what you want. Okay, you want a relationship. You want a healthy relationship. You want to be a mom. You want to continue to be that stay-at-home mom, that stay-at-home dad. You want to continue to just love on somebody and so on and so on. Just remember, again, going back to the other thing, pursuing your interests and dreams because you want to not to people please okay digging into who you are is so vital and important again i mentioned i gave you an example of oh i want to be this i want to be i want to stay at my home mom i've always wanted to be a wife i've always wanted to be a husband well grab a pen and paper and really start digging in what to what you want and this is something common that i hear with many survivors is they are struggling with finding out who they are. And I know this as well, because again, this is something I struggled with. I was Alex's mom. I was Jess's mom. I was Matthew's mom. Oh, that's the Sunday school teacher. Oh, that's the Cub Scout or the Girl Scout mom. I needed to figure out who I was. I did desperately want to be a stay-at-home mom. I loved being a stay-at-home mom. But I knew I needed to figure out who I was. And I started a lot of this and more before I left my ex. I started to really start digging into what did I want? I started to put in some boundaries, especially back in 2008. Because when we went, I went back to him in 2007 twice, and I recognized that it wasn't getting better. Even before that though, before I left, I started to recognize that this is not the life that I wanted. I knew this wasn't the life that God wanted for me. I wanted to envision a life that was free of violence, that was free from abuse. I wanted a life, I wanted a partner that was gonna love me, even though I knew at one point in time it's like I don't want to have any more men in my life. But there was a small spark within me that wanted the the Holly weird romantic ending. Okay, so I did want that. I'm not gonna lie, I did. I think we all I know we all want to be loved. We all want to be heard. We all want to be we do like Amanda, Amanda said in her interview, if you've read if you heard it a few episodes back, the passion that I just wanted someone to love me. 
And that's where we are. That's what we want. But we also need to put those boundaries in too, to put into our life and for those around us. Now, I'm going to encourage you to get some paper and pen out and or maybe if you can put this on the web somewhere, you have a private diary, but start thinking of some, pri excuse me, start thinking of some boundaries that you need in your life. Consider this uh, maybe a private list and we don't need anyone to influence you for what you wrote or to make fun of you. Would anybody do that? No. <laughs> and I'm just being a little, a little snarky when I say that, because, you know, if you put this in a like, let's say you're still with your partner or maybe you bring this up to a friend that is a fair weather friend or somebody that is they might have those negative patterns that I was talking about. When you bring this up to them or they see your list, they might make fun of you. They might think it's stupid. Why would you do that? Or why do uh, you need to have boundaries around me? Do you not like me? And they might just put it all on you and make you feel really bad. But this is something that you should keep private. And, you know, maybe you might need to tweak them here and there, but this is a great way for you to take those baby steps into creating the life that you want for yourself. And I'm going to do that on the next Soulful Sunday, uh, the next couple Soulful Sundays as we're coming up to the end of the year. We've got um, some things that I, it's been a while. Uh, we're going to do a reboot your life and I will probably do a, um, another vision board let's call it a joy board. We're going to do a joy board at the end of the year. Now I like to do these several times throughout the year because things change. I know I'm, I'm look, there's a chicken kind of moment here, but this was so valuable for me. These, the soulful Sundays, these posts that I, I put out here about self-love and self-care, this is crucial. This was critical. I should say to my healing. Did every day look like rainbows, glitter, and unicorns? No, heck no. Uh-uh. No, they didn't. There were times where I cried. There were times where I would scream. There were times where I would, might even say a bad word. Yes, I know, me. Oh. There were moments where I wanted to give up. I thought this was all stupid. I thought it was all dumb. But I, when I started doing those baby steps, when I finally took the plunge into doing that and recognizing that the soul work for me was making a difference, wow, whoa, that really changed things. It was like a, um, like a night and day. I could start seeing the baby steps. I can start seeing those little glimmers in my day. Pretty soon I was having people just pop into my life, random situations popping into my life that were, uh, one blessings because sometimes when you're going through this darkness, it's hard to see the blessings. It's hard to see the good. And, you know, they talk about, um, somebody had talked about recently, uh, toxic positivity. And I, I agree. We don't, you're not going to be happy all the time and that's okay. I'm not happy all the time. I, um, those around me are not happy all the time. It's just not real. And it's, you're fooling yourself if you're going to do it that way. And I don't want anyone to think that, oh, you're just happy all the time. I'm not, I'm not. I have those moments. I have those moments where I question my sanity. I have those moments where I, just feel like many of you feel that you're alone. You feel that um, maybe you don't have a, a good circle and so on like that. You don't feel supported. And I know I've had those moments, so I get that. So putting down a lot of stuff on paper, I love using pen and paper for a lot of these things. They help me so much. 
One, it helps me to say, to see the big picture. And sometimes I'll even repeat the list, whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it's working on my, um, my boundaries or I'm working on something else, which I will cover in another, another soulful Sunday. That helps me so much. Just talking it out, talking out loud helps me. It's, it helps me to process okay, what do I want to say correctly? Especially if I'm dealing with confrontation, what do I want to put into words? What do I truly want to say? What do I really mean? Or, or um, maybe I need to reread this or refocus or rewrite it and so on and so on. So I'm going to encourage you to get that pen and paper out and just to get that on, on out for yourself. There are... Um, many different types of boundaries that you can have for you. You can have it for your children. You can have it for your ex. You can have it for your, um, for work, work boundaries. You know, Hey, I need this time off or, Hey, I've got my lunch breaks. I'm going to take them. I'm not going to work through lunch. Uh, maybe it's your ex you've, you're separated and so on and so on. So he's still your husband or she's still your wife. So you are, they want you to contact them right away. They're messaging you all the time and you might have the children with you. And, um, on this, let's say it's your week. So you've got the kids and they're texting you, Oh, you need to call me or you need to, you need this right now. No, they don't. If it's not an emergency, let it go to voicemail. You know, just let the text go. If there's nothing wrong, you don't need to respond right away. You, you don't. You just, that will take so much of the stress off. Again, um, a lot of this is going to really help you when you get it done. And, but just remember that you can stick with them. Try and stick with them as best you can. It's hard to break some of these things that we get, that we get ingrained in us because we've been in those cycles for so long that it's really difficult to break those. And I've just came up with, and again, 14 years we have been, um, we've, I've been gone in 14 years. It's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. A lot of this is hard work. And, um, again, those struggles where I don't feel like doing this self-care crap. I don't want to do it. It's not going to work. I've had those moments. I've had those moments. And as a matter of fact, my boundaries were the last time I talked to my ex in January, I had told him if you are not going to, and I'm paraphrasing, if you're not going to, um, if you're going to keep verbally, if you're going to keep being hostile towards me, I'm going to block you. And he sent one more message because he has to get the last word in. And uh, so I blocked him. Well, I did just recently unblock him. Oh, well, wait, wait a minute. Let me explain why. So my daughter, Alex, has got a new job. Um, actually, she's had a job since April. She went from part time. and I'm so proud of her. Uh, she's done a lot of hard work and not, she applied for full time and full time comes with benefits. So, yay, this girl has got it going on. So I went ahead, uh, Mr. Awesome, Terry, had suggested that I reach out and um, just send, he was like, oh, just send him a message and let him know that Alex got insurance, health insurance, so he won't need to, to cover her come January. So I reluctantly did. Um, I made a mistake, too, where I had um, sent him, oh, I am going through ringtones. I found this cute little app for different ringtones. And I, I got one for him. It's a, uh, Oh, your crazy ex is calling your crazy psycho ex is calling. <laughs> and I thought, well, I want to find a notification well as well, like the twilight zone or psycho or something to go with it. So I meant to hit notifications. Well, I ended up hitting the 
call button instead and like oh crap so I'm hurrying up and trying to hang up so I did hang up it ran I think it might have rang once so I just shot him a message hey I'm sorry that was a mistake I get two long messages back one uh, was nonsense the other one was again him declaring his love for me really so again those boundaries I don't need to talk to him we're just gonna go ahead and block him I'm not gonna tell him I'm just gonna go ahead block um, because it's it's pointless. We do not need to have any contact anymore as far as I'm concerned. We do have an elder son together. Um, I don't know where he is in the situation with my ex, um, but I'm pretty sure that he can reach out to somebody if he needs to talk to any of us. He can reach out to, he still has my number, it's still the same. But anyway, boundaries, stick to them. Evaluate your circle, your friend circle, but no, you're not alone. If you need to talk, if you if you just have uh, maybe questions about boundaries or you want to share what you've done, I'd love to hear because I'm nosy. You can call me. My telephone number, my cell is 219-819-0608. 219-819-0608. Now, after six o'clock, I might not get to your message. I do have my phone on 24-7 just in case there is somebody that needs to talk, but I don't. I've been trying to do my own boundaries where I keep my phone um, turned off on Do Not Disturb, and I, I've got it on so like my family can reach out to me, but um, for everybody else, I have it on Do Not Disturb. I do check them because my bladder, it, you know, they don't tell you this as you get older. Sometimes your bladder is it's like I'm pregnant again. I have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, sometimes several times. So um, I do check my messages. So if you want to shoot me a text, you're welcome to. Otherwise, again, my boundaries are family time after six o'clock. I try to make sure that I'm not messaging, but I do check my messages just in case it's somebody that really needs something. Maybe they're leaving their ex. They don't know what to do. Maybe they need a resource of a shelter or they just have an emergency, they're out of sorts. And so I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll reach out to them. But again, 219-819-0608. It is my real cell phone number. My real cell phone number. It's not, it's not um, some kind of gimmick. I'm not going to then send you a gazillion texts that you'll have to stop. I'm not going to do that. There's also uh, the Survivor's Cafe. There's a great bunch of gals in there and they're from all over the world a majority of them are from my area I'm in northwest Indiana um, a majority of them are from the here because I, that's where I post I post the group in our area on different Facebook messages um, message boards and groups and so on um, you can also find me on TikTok I don't know what I am on TikTok. I thought I was hoping there was none. I'm pretty sure that's what I was. I did do Melinda Kunst on TikTok, but that's not what I wanted to do. It's hoping there was none. I'm also on Instagram as uh, Melinda Kunst. You can find me on YouTube as well. It's a bless me please or nine, but please is spelled out. Anyway, this is getting a little longer than I meant to. I am so sorry, but thank you for staying with me. I hope you stuck around with me. If you found any value in this, please do me a favor screenshot it, share, or just hit the share button. Somebody out there might need a, a word of encouragement and uh, hopefully I can do that for them or I hopefully I've done that for you. I hope you stay safe. God bless. And I will see you soon. Bye.